Buckle up your pant legs, zip up your hats, and button up your extra small children's sized lab coats. It's time for Sounds About Light, a podcast about Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. I'm Sam. I'm Drew. We're back after a week off. Xehanort wiggled his fingers at your head. He did. Well, you know, and actually it's like, um, it's been like, I think it's been like two weeks since I've been on the show. You know, I, I, I was impressed you were able to get an episode out, but like, you know, uh, for the last one, I was getting ready to record, and then suddenly I fell. As- I next thing I know, I'm waking up several hours later in front of my computer with no memory of what had happened. Um, uh-huh. And so- and a bunch of aqua tattoos that you don't remember having. Yes, yeah, that part's that removal's been painful. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so I'm glad you found someone to fill in. Sorry about that, though. Yeah, that's all right. Um, did you notice, out of curiosity, did you find that a certain way into this viewing that aqua appeared and then you got the tattoos again and you blacked out again <laughs> yeah i've really been blacking out a lot lately but i think it's a, <laughs> i think it's okay though it's usually fine when that happens yeah uh it's normal when aqua's on screen well okay first of all you you liked it yeah i did you you already told me that i'm not just telling you okay great you t- don't say okay. You told me right before we started recording that you liked it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant I liked my like blackouts. And I was no, like, no, this viewing of Birth by Sleep. Yeah, I did. I did, I did enjoy it. <laughs> I'm confirming it for the listeners since you already confirmed it for me. No, I'm just gaslighting you now. Oh God! So you liked it. I also liked it. Yeah. And this game, I I always forget. I like Olympus Coliseum in this game. It was pretty good. It was a lot better. I always think that I don't like it because it's in every game. But it's good in this. It's fun. Yeah, I... I, a mysterious helmet boy who could be anyone. He wasn't who... uh, He ended up being someone different than I thought he might be. Oh, who who did you think he was going to be? I thought he was maybe going to be Leon or just Terra in a helmet. Um, and he was, he was either <laughs> that would be pretty funny if Ventus didn't recognize Terra wearing a helmet. That's some shit I would do. He has a Terra body type, which is of, you know, a 20-something-year-old sword-bearing Final Fantasy character. I think Terra is going to meet him when we get to Terra, and you're going to feel ashamed of your words and deeds, as I believe Terra is about three times as big as him. Is he really? Okay. Well, I think so. I haven't looked at Terra very much yet, so... Yeah, we don't we don't get to see him very much. Yeah. Only in my dreams. That's right. Hey, it's me, Terra. Oh, you guys are you guys doing the podcast about me? I hope you're having nice dreams. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sound that bad. No. Um, okay, I I got confused right away at the beginning because I think that I think I had to like double check against a different version of this. Mm. We got a little scene, I think, in one version of. I had to watch a couple videos because it was not in one of them. Okay. Did you see the little scene of Xehanort talking to someone? I don't think I did. No. Okay. Well, there's a little scene of him talking to somebody who looks uh, quite a bit like Zigbar. Hmm. hmm. Anyway, that's that scene. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, I think the one that I linked you to just didn't have it and i was like i swear to god that was in here oh i think i saw that when i played that part now that you mention it that's right that's why i remember seeing it yes we saw it because i played that part (laughs) if i if i sound like i don't know what the hell i'm talking about it's because that was like two weeks ago yes anyway (laughs) yeah 
who can remember uh, anything. The first thing that actually happens of note is that Demode Boy, who we get his name in this part, right? I can call him his name, yeah? Yeah, we don't get it for a little bit, but yeah. He's Vanitas. Mm-hmm. I assume you've heard that name before. I've heard that name before. I don't know a lot about this boy, but I've heard it before. Yes. Vanitas is the Demode Boy who looked like Daft Punk, Riku, Dark Mode. Uh, and he appears in the lanes between and he's taunting Ventus. He's like, come to the Badlands. You'll love it. <laughs> and Ventus uh, chases after him. Uh, I, I continue to love Vanitas being a complete asshole when Ventus is like, what did you mean about Terra becoming a different person? And Vanitas just says, exactly what I said, idiot. <laughs> yeah, that rules. He has such a different flavor from every other character in Kingdom Hearts, and it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, what if Riku was mean? Did you, I don't remember how far you got when you played it. Did you fight him? I fought him and I lost. You lost. Yeah. Well, you you have to lose it first, I think. No, and but then, then Mickey Mouse. But then I lost. Him? I lost after that too. You lost both times. Yeah. Well, that's not supposed to happen. No, <laughs> you're supposed to win the fight. Nope. <laughs> uh, but Vanitas before before Mickey Mouse shows up, he's gonna kill Ventus. Yeah, he yeah. literally is like the master told me not to do this, but whatever. Yeah, he's like charging up a giant attack. Yeah, but then Mickey Mouse rescues him. Mickey Mouse shows up being go- being Goku, um, showing up too late in the fight. Yeah. <laughs> he does the cool anime hero thing where he's, like, facing away from the camera as if we're not, like, that's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I could be any mouse in a, in a little costume. <laughs> you can't fool me. I know Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he's got his cool black shirt and black shorts. Uh, and he has a different demeanor. This is a younger Mickey Mouse. He's, he's, a, bit, uh, he's a bit impetuous. Yeah. More of a more childlike. This is a spicy Mickey. I have a note that I think this is a typo, but it says, I like you, young Mickey. <laughs> no, you actually said that out loud to me right before we started recording. Oh, I must have blacked you out said, again. You said, me, me likey little Mickey. Oh, man. Do I, uh, oh, shit. I have a Mickey tattoo on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mickey has logged on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like young Mickey. I, I think I think it's interesting to me because I, I do feel like I remember after seeing this younger Mickey, I think I think I did start to see a little bit more of this in his character than I had noticed before, which I think is fun. Because he, they keep him at a distance so much early on. Yeah. And he seems very, like, in control and very knowledgeable and smart and he knows everything that's going on. But... When you get to know this version of him and you look back on everything he's done before, you do kind of get a sense of like, no, this is that's just Mickey. Yeah. Fair enough. We think that he's really cool and smart because Donald the Goofy keep telling us he is. It's a good point. He he definitely knows more than Sora does, but that doesn't mean he knows everything. Yeah, I mean that's a low bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they, what happens? They, they fight him off. Uh, Mickey asks Vanitas, he says, where did you get that keyblade? Those aren't for bullion people. And they beat him. Uh, and Vanitas leaves. They, the Mickey, Mickey has a very silly keyblade and the team up attack you do with Mickey is pretty underwhelming. It sucks. It's terrible. Is this the one where you like hop in a circle? You just like spin back to back and like a little, like some sparks come out of your keyblade. It's pretty shit. Yeah. I, I feel like it doesn't do any damage. No, it just kind of 
keeps you from getting hit for a little while. Yeah, it's no good. Mickey, he's not he's not a master yet. He sucks ass. That's true. He's a loser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he introduces himself and says that he's training under the great Yen Sid, uh, who told him that the worlds might be in trouble, and he just immediately ran off without <laughs> consulting anybody. And Ventus is like, "Oh, cool, me too." They're kindred spirits in that way. They really are. I I like the, I like their friendship. Um, and Mickey shows off what he refers to as a star shard. Yeah. And I don't know if there's lore here that we need to care about, or if this is just a contrivance for how Mickey just appears everywhere all the time in this game. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm sad he doesn't have a little gummy ship he pulls out of his pocket, but, um, yeah, yeah I think the idea is that the star shard is basically just like a gummy block that he's using. Yeah, he said it warps you places, but it warps you where you need to go or something like that, right? Yeah, in Kingdom Hearts 4, we're going to find out that, like, some kind of cool cool force of light has been <laughs> controlling the star shard or something. Uh, but for now, it's just a uh, plot device. And mm-hmm. yeah, he, he basically just says, it takes me into the story of whichever character you're playing as. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. And he says, I think it might, it must have brought me here because it knew that you needed help. And suddenly there's a flash of light. I think that's the star shard, like activating and teleporting them both away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ventus finds himself outside of Radiant Garden. Oh, I think Mickey also is here, isn't he? Mickey's here. He just immediately abandons Ventus as, yeah. as Mickey is wont to do. <laughs> uh, Ventus lands in the town square. He's, he, you know, we've all had this moment. Uh, we want to chase after Mickey Mouse, but we also see Scrooge McDuck and we get just so we get distracted and Mickey escapes. Yeah, that has happened to me a lot. Um, it, this is a fun part because like, I like Scrooge, the character. He's fun mm-hmm. until you think about him. Um, <laughs> but he's he's got some real charm here in this scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is he? Oh, I, I think that I, actually it's later. I think that Ventus just like runs away from Scrooge. Oh, okay. All right. I got ahead of myself. Yeah. Anti-Scottish discrimination. Uh, yeah, that's why. I don't, that's why I don't like Scrooge. <laughs> um, oh, I don't think that there's a scene here that I don't think we got. Ah, oh, shit. I need to look into this and why this is cutting these scenes. You didn't see Merlin, did you? Merlin. I don't think so. There is a very brief encounter that Ventus has, uh, and I don't even remember watching it. I just remember that it happens here, uh, where at some point in the middle of all this, he runs past Merlin's house. And if I remember correctly, what happens for Ventus, and I'll make sure that we know what happens with Terra, because Terra's the first one who meets um, who meets Merlin in this. But Ventus is just running past Merlin's house, and Merlin is like, Oh, you must be here for the book! Come on in! And he, like, pulls Ventus into his house, and Ventus is like, What are you talking about? And he's like, Here it is! And he shows Ventus the Hundred Acre Woods book. Oh, man, that thing. <laughs> well, here's here's the, the tragedy of the Hundred Acre Woods in Birth by Sleep, is you don't go into it. Oh. You unlock the Hundred Acre Woods command board! Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shitty Monopoly with Pooh and Tigger? Yes, please. Hooray. Woohoo. I tell you what, though. 
when I played Birth by Sleep on Proud Mode, I was having a rough time before I learned that Victory Pose is completely broken. Yeah. And I did do quite a bit of grinding with the 100 Acre Woods board. Is it a better board than other boards? That's what everyone tells me. It's the only one I ever really used because people said it was so much better than the others. Hmm. I don't like I don't like any of them. <laughs> Nor should you. No. Actually, you say that, but uh, the Fairy Godmother was really helping you beat the shit out of Cinderella. That's true. Fairy Godmother really did turn on Cinderella for me, and I did enjoy that. <laughs> oh, well, you landed on the space, so I suppose you are now my master. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo! You know, my shit's a lot more important than her shit, to be fair. I'm saving the universe, yeah. and she's just trying to go to a ball. Yeah, what the hell's... Who cares? Yeah. She's got a, she's got a pity pity pearl. Yeah, and, and a mouse friend. Multiple <laughs> mice sad. friends. <laughs> yeah, one of whom is Ventus, but that's okay. Right. Um, uh, what happens next that we actually did watch? Uh, well, Ventus... Oh, he meets Dylan and Alias. Yes. He's at what looks like some kind of service entrance to <laughs> Ansem's castle. Right. Uh, and Dylan and Alias are guarding the, the door... And they say the castle is closed. I think we're supposed to understand or sort of piece together that the castle is closed because of the unversed. They're not usually here, you see. Right. Yeah, and I like seeing these characters I've never seen before. These brand new characters. <laughs> yeah, who could they be? They they only look exactly the same. Yeah. I You know, we've, we've given Vexen a lot of shit. I think it needs to be said, Alias has a severe case of bad face. He does i still think vexen's got the worst face though i mean it's not good no uh but ventus is like oh no where, where's my friend he should have come this way and they say no he didn't get to safety kid and then he sees a big unversed fly by and he says i'm gonna go fight it they try to stop him because he's a little boy a sweet little boy of only seven to 15 years old <laughs> somewhere uh, in there but who should show up telling them not to leave their post but evan who does look bad. Yep. I think he might have a bow tie. He's got a bow tie and a lab coat. Very cool. Uh, and he assures them that Ventus can handle himself because he is a special case. Mm-hmm. And then he mumbles to himself about how curious it is that that boy's heart seems to have been stripped clean of darkness. Yeah, I'm assuming that this is some Xehanort shenanigans that have to, have to do with the time that he was uh, naked on the beach. Oh, the the stripping clean of darkness? Yes. Yes. Uh, as for how Evan knows that, I have no goddamn clue. Yeah, I mean, I would assume it's maybe that he's already conspiring with with young Xehanort to do bad stuff. Uh, and maybe young Xehanort's ooh. already conspiring with old Xehanort? I don't know. I will say for reasons I don't think that that's the case, but I mm. don't know for sure. Got it. Uh, I'm looking at Evan, and he has an ascot. Okay. And like so a he vest. Is cool. Yeah, he's great. He is cool, and he has a good face. Yes. He loves seeing that boy. <laughs> yeah, but I, I am putting this on the old mysteries list, because I, I don't know if there's some... <laughs> Does Evan have, like light and dark sensing powers <laughs> i don't know yeah it's uh you know darkness smells very stinky and light smells like i don't know chocolate or something god that's so true yeah so he just he's just following his nose 
<laughs> this boy smells like white chocolate and no dark chocolate. <laughs> Stop smelling boys, Evan. <laughs> God damn. We're going to lose our grant. <laughs> uh, Ventus finds that big unversed menacing Scrooge McDuck and he throws his keyblade at it to scare it off. And Scrooge is like... He, like, pulls him aside. Ventus is, like, trying to chase after him, but he's like, no, 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 I'm going to repay you. Come here. I, I've got a gift for you in my hat. It seems really shady. It really seems like Scrooge is about to, like, rob this boy. It does. And I, I love the stupid thing with his hat because he's like, here, come take a look at my hat. He's literally just doing it so he can hold the hat over his mouth in case anyone is watching with a telescope who can read lips, I guess. There's nobody here. I don't know who he's hiding this from. Yeah, I don't know who would give a shit, really. This was a this was a cutscene that was written before they realized that the PSP could not render three characters on screen <laughs> at once. <laughs> right. Canonically, there were dozens of people in the area. Yeah, this, we just this, can't see any of them. Yeah, this square is packed full of people. That's right. Uh, but yeah, he tells. Um, oh yeah, he tells Ventus. He is very, very, very sneaky and shady. He's like, "You're from another world, aren't you, kid? It's okay. You can tell me. I'm from another world too. I was brought here by the wizard Merlin." And I think Ventus literally replies, "Great. Is that all?" <laughs> yeah, like I, this means nothing to me. Cool, man. Can I leave now? <laughs> I really don't care. Uh, but Scrooge gives him three lifetime passes to Disney Town. Disney Town. That's interesting. It is interesting. What do you think of Disney Town? Well, it kind of sounds similar to, like, Disneyland. What's, now, what's that? Um. Well, it's this place. It's like a park. Uh, with a theme, which is Disney stuff, and you pay all of your money to go there. Mm, yeah, That sounds pretty fun. So, unless you're Scrooge McDuck, where you are a billionaire, and so you just have the lifetime passes sitting around. <laughs> I do. I I haven't been able to find any details on this, but I have heard uh, from like forum posts at the time that uh, these lifetime passes were, I think... I think they were literally just, like, modeled after that year's, like, Disney passes or something like that. I believe it. Um, Apparently so was the uh, Hollow Bastion Restoration Committee card. Really? Yeah. Huh. A allegedly. I haven't been able to find any evidence of this, but that's what people have said. Which is, I don't know, I think that's a cute detail. Yeah. For you anyone know, who knows. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to feel like these games are like an ad for Disney or something. How so? Uh, <laughs> the big ad for Disneyland. <laughs> Well, you say that, but uh, playing these games has made me uh, illegally watch one of their movies, so. <laughs> That's, they got you where they want you. <laughs> no way, I'm taking their money. Yeah. Well, I pirated Sleeping Beauty and I also embezzled $20 from Disney in the process. Yeah, is that how much Disney Plus is? I don't know. All right, sure. A million, who cares? Yeah. Right. I'm never getting Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh Scrooge says that he that Ventus should take these and take two grown ups with him. Even weirder, Scrooge. <laughs> well, Ventus is a little boy or something. You think that Scrooge uh, giving him a hint like can you you should take grown ups, like maybe this cool duck you just met. <laughs> you and one grown up and his hat. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know if it was clear. Disney Town is literally the town outside of Disney Castle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was apparent. I didn't actually realize it for a long time. It, uh, it wasn't. It, I, th- I thought it literally... I mean, it, it's modeled after Disneyland, so it, it just looked... I just thought it was supposed to be Disneyland, but in-game. Yeah, but when you, like, fly up to the world on the on the map, like, the, uh, the sort of world icon is the castle in the background, and this is the town around it. So it's the, like, Mickey's Castle. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Is it Mickey's Castle yet? Are you asking if he is the king? Yeah. I don't know if we actually know that. Hmm. I mean, I, I think I said before that there are there are theories, not not in an important way, just in a it feels like this is how it happened way, that uh, Minnie is the royal and Mickey married into it. Yeah, cause, so cause we do see Queen Minnie in this. We see Queen Minnie, but yeah, we don't know if Mickey's. We have we have no reason to believe that he's the king. Uh, did we see Don and the Goofy in this part? I don't think so. I can't remember. I know we. I think we might see them next time. We'll have to be on the lookout for how they refer to to Mickey. Okay. Um. But anyway, yeah. He he gives him the passes. Says take two grown ups. Uh, Ventus chases the the big old unversed, and who should be chasing its legs and arms? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically new guard armor from Kingdom Hearts One. Um. It's Terra and Aqua. Oh my god. Yeah, it's kind of like a Sentai uh, uh, villain, really. Or Yeah, it's a Megazord. It's a Megazord. Um, they fight it. I figured that that means it's made from Saban's negative emotions, which would be all, <laughs> all emotions, I think, that Saban has, based on what I've heard. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, they fight it, though, and they win. Uh, okay. I mentioned last time that there's some localization hiccups. I think that this scene has some of the strangest choices in the game in those in that sense. Yeah. There's just how did you feel about this dialogue? It was all very bizarre. It's really off, right? Yes. So, I've got some notes. I don't want to I don't want to belabor this point too much, but I do think that the English version really changes the tone of a lot of what happens here for no good reason. So, the first note that I have is Terra and Aqua laughing when Ventus hands them the Disney passes and says he said to take two grown-ups. The the Japanese version of that line uh is he said he said to bring my guardians. Oh yeah, that that makes more sense. That that makes sense why they kind of awkwardly laugh it off. It's also it's also weird though that he he just he just says like here I got you these passes. He said to take two grown-ups. Who is he? What are you saying? He, the man! He said. The talking duck who gave them to me. He does that, Ventus does that again in a second where where he's just like, don't worry guys, that boy in the mask is history. Yeah, and they don't know, they shouldn't know anything about the boy in the mask yet. He has no reason to believe that they know who that is. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, in the Japanese, what happens here is Aqua says, let me take you home, Ventus. And he says, hey, I'm doing fine. I met this guy in a mask who was saying all this weird stuff about Terra, but I beat him. So he's just saying, like, I'm strong. I can handle myself. Yeah, that makes more sense, too. But in the English, there's this weird assumption that he's making that they know who that is. 
Which Tara does. Yeah. Tara, no, this is where we get his name. Tara says, oh, that must be Vanitas. Yes, I remember that too. But, uh, and yeah, he says, you should go home with Aqua. I, I, we've got some dangerous task ahead of us. This is, this is where Aqua gets really weird in this part. Yeah. Because in the English, Aqua kind of makes it sound like she's just been following Tara, who's leaving a path of destruction and misery in his wake. Yeah, it does. Yes, that does. That is what it seems like. She's very accusatory. She's like, because Tara's like, I'm fighting the darkness in my own way. And Aqua's like, I'm not so sure. I've been to the same worlds as you. I've seen what you've done, Tara. And it sounds like she's accusing him of being evil. It really does. Is she not? The original line is, seeing what you've done in the other worlds has made me worry that you're putting yourself too close to the darkness. Which I think she's saying more or less the same thing, but very much coming at it from the angle of, I'm worried about you. Not like you are straight up evil. Yeah. Okay. Right. In English, it sounds like she's questioning his motives. In the Japanese, it sounds like she's saying, "I know that you are good, but I'm I'm worried that you're going down a dark path." Right. Okay. Um, Tara is upset to learn that she's been watching him, and he says he's he's going to go off on his own now. He does not appreciate the master uh, sending her after him. But then Aqua, in a in a moment that really feels off in the English because of what she just said to him, is like, no, Tara, the Master has no reason not to trust you. And it's like, you just said that he does. Yeah, it's a really, it's very weird and stilted. Yeah, I, there, I think there's one other scene later in the game. I mean, I say later, I think we'll get it next time okay. <laughs> because of how the game is structured. But, mm-hmm. um... I think there's one other big scene that is pretty janky, but I think this is the big centerpiece of what the hell happened here. Yeah, I mean, um, like, the 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 concepts get across, but it is weird. Yeah. Tara, Tara leaves. Ventus says, <laughs> uh, the, the, last, the last of my big gripes of the localization, Ventus says, you're awful, Aqua. Since you became a Keyblade Master, you've let it go to your head. Which is really intense. That's very mean. And the original line was, that was mean, Aqua. You've changed since you became a Keyblade Master. Yeah, that's better. Again, saying basically the same thing, Mm -hmm. just everything feels way more heightened and aggressive in the English in ways that don't quite make sense to me. Well, it'd be one thing if those lines matched up with the ways they're acting, but it just doesn't. Yeah, and... I mean, I only recently on on this most recent viewing actually like looked into translating the Japanese dialogue myself. Mm-hmm. But I remember playing this game way, way, way back when, all those years ago in like high school and being like, this scene is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was a teenage Kingdom Hearts fan at the time. Sure, yeah, I mean, you know, but if you've been playing the games in this series, there have been, like, weird stilted scenes kind of throughout, so yeah, sometimes maybe but, you just think they're not pulling it off right. Yeah, but this this one has always felt pretty seriously off to me, and yeah, looking at the original dialogue, I <laughs> I think I think something, something went wrong here. Um, 
I mean, but I localizations yeah. really haven't gotten good until like kind of recently. I think. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I don't, I don't know why. I, I do wonder if it's maybe because is is it is it that the PSP like didn't really sell very well in the United States when it did in Japan? Yeah, I don't think any of the Sony handhelds sold sold, sold well here at all. Yeah, I'm the only person who bought both of them, but <laughs> maybe. Maybe they just, like, didn't really have the resources that they needed to do a, a great job on this. I don't know. God knows. I, like, I I absolutely don't want to just, like, throw the people who worked on it under the bus and be like, what were they thinking? That's absolutely not what I'm trying to say, but... Yeah, I and mean, there's a lot of stuff. It could be direction. It could be all sorts of stuff, so... Yeah. Whatever it was, it this scene in particular feels like it didn't really come together <laughs> quite right. Um, But yeah, Aqua... Aqua says, like, the master loves Terra. He just wants to make sure he's okay. Ventus, this this one I also think is weird. And this is just what happens. This is exactly the same in the original. Ventus is really, really pissed off that she was ordered to bring him home. Yeah. And I don't know why that's surprising to him. Yeah, he's just, he's, you know, he wants to think he's a big boy. He doesn't want to feel like he's a little kid. Yeah, I guess. It's just, it's weird, because he, he knows that Ericus did not want him leaving. So I don't know why he seems so surprised that Ericus is trying to get him back. But he doesn't like it, and he goes to find Terra. But instead, he finds a little boy. I couldn't remember this boy's name at first, so I my notes say, it's Book Boy. It is Book Boy. It's Lil Ienzo. Yeah. Also in He's... a little lab coat, I believe. Yes. Have I talked about my uh, trepidations about Ienzo before? Um, I don't think so. The vibes are off with this character to me. And I... Oh, that. that He's... Yeah. And I'm kind of... Stuff that's happened more recently has made me wonder if there were plans for this character that they've just kind of moved away from. But I don't know. Early appearances of this character are so weird there's all these weird things around him, like the fact that his parents are mis- were mysteriously killed and that Ansem, the king of the Radiant Garden, like adopted him. He's like the little science boy who urged Ansem to build the human experimentation facility. Oh. We got that in a in a an Ansem report. He says, spurred on by my youngest apprentice, Ienzo. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh there's and that and that was well, I, I won't, I won't elaborate on that. There's the fact that he has the power of illusion, which is kind of shady, but also the fact that, like, I kind of feel like some of the more plot important, uh, uh, organization members have, like, non-standard elemental powers. I, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's a lot of weirdness with this character, and I don't know if this is what they were going for, but the fact that, Ventus finds this little boy. I mean, he what? He's probably supposed to be like seven or eight, I'd guess. Yeah, it seems like it. And he's just standing there, surrounded by menacing unversed, absolutely expressionless. <laughs> yeah, creepy kid. I don't. I don't think he doesn't like speak any in any of this, does he? No, I think he like gestures appreciatively or something at one point, but that's about it. Yeah, so I don't know. I might just be reading too much into this, but I am very much on Enzo watch for future games. Yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot. He kind of just, like, 
seemed important and then died. Yeah. Also, this is maybe getting a little bit too into stuff that we shouldn't be talking about, but his his weapon is a book, and there's a very, very plot-important book that we're going to get eventually. That could be absolutely nothing. I'm just saying, there's there's little things all over this boy that make me <laughs> suspicious of him. I don't know. Oh, the Hundred Acre book. So he's Christopher. That's right. He- I think that he has a copy of Winnie the Pooh and the Big Blustery Day. And that means he's Christopher Robin. And- oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. Crackpot Corner. The real human being from our world, and <laughs> he's, I don't know, a little illusion boy now. Crackpot Corner. Yeah. He's got a book that he uses to do magic, magic, book, Harry Potter, Ienzo is a turf. <laughs> and that's why he doesn't get to talk. That's right. But he gets better when he gets older. He grows out of it. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, he rescues, uh, Ventus rescues him, and Evan shows up and sort of chastises Ienzo for running off again. And he thanks Ventus, and he's like, oh, his parents aren't around. We're doing our best to raise him as laboratory staff. As a, as a, as a creepy science child. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Evan says, like, I saw your friend go over that way, and I feel like we are destined to cross paths again. Can't help himself. I'm trying to think if they have cross paths again. Is that is that like just a nod to the to the player of Roxas? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if Evan has ever met Ventus after this scene. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, hmm? Ventus catches up to Tara though, and says, "Come with me, or let me come with you, Tara." And Tara says, "No." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I really need you, Ven, I know you'll be there. Uh yeah, what what does happen here? I don't remember a whole lot other than this is where in my notes I have no shade on Terra, but I never had any kid friends as an adult. <laughs> well, you know, I think I think that he's been friends with Ventus since he was a teenager. Okay, that's that's more fair, I suppose. <laughs> they're they're fellow apprentices. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he kind of cheers up Ventus by sort of like reaffirming their friendship. And Ventus is like, okay, that's good enough for me. And Terra says, okay, bye. And then he flies away. And for no goddamn reason, Ventus, we like get a little Terra voiceover of him repeating the same thing that he just said. Yeah. Yeah. When I really need you, Ven, I know you'll be there. I'm like, hey, I remember that. That was a great line. Yeah, he just nailed that line read, so they had to make him do it again. <laughs> that was Jason's best work. They heard him say that, and they were like, this is amazing. we got to repeat this one. It's so good. Uh, he leaves to go find Aqua, who is uh, standing in the middle of the town square, perhaps it- looking like she's just had a boss fight, maybe. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> to me, it was like, has Aqua just been T-posing in that spot that they left her in since <laughs> waiting for Ventus to come back? Eventually, we will find that Aqua is just just coming out of the boss fight when Ventus returns. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why she's just standing awkwardly alone in the middle of the square. Okay, makes more sense. Uh, yeah, Ventus says, like, oh, I found Terra, but he left. Can I, can I come with you to find him? And she says, no, Ventus, go home. And she gets, she, like, really snaps at him there, which I can understand why. I, I would also be really irritated in her situation. Yeah. Yeah, it is that thing where, yeah, he is a child and he shouldn't be out there 
But it is also the Sora thing, where he's also an extremely strong child. <laughs> he is. I mean, she did fight a big boss with him, so she should know that. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you know, she's she's following the Master's orders. That's Ventus true. shouldn't be out. Please bring him back. He's a little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense that she's protective of him and that she wants to do what Erica says. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she suits up to fly off in search of Terra. Did we see her vehicle in this? I don't remember it particularly. Okay, we'll see it eventually. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I need to make fun of it, but now is not the time, apparently. All right. Uh, Ventus flashes back to training with Terra. Uh, Terra knocks him down, but Aqua cheers him on. And then Terra <laughs> says the Riku line. <laughs> yeah. Giving up already? Come on, Ven. I thought you were stronger than that. Doesn't doesn't sound as good coming out of him. No. <laughs> they do a lot of this, and it's very it's very odd because obviously we know that there's like deep spiritual metaphysical connections between Ventus and Sora, but like all the scenes where like Aqua says things that Kairi says and Terra says things that Riku says, like those aren't happening for any reason. That's just a fun little little nod. Oh, do they, they don't have actual connections to those characters? Uh, yes and no. Not anywhere near as literal as Sora and Ventus do. Got it. Okay. Well, it's just this is um, what this is what every every friend group is, and we all we all have these conversations. <laughs> every every friend group has the Terra, and if you don't know who your friend group's Terra is, it's probably you. Oh no! Oh no! Oh god, I oh, guess, no. I, guess I don't want to be the Terra. I guess it's me then. Oh well. Guess I'll fall to the darkness. <laughs> Might as well. Uh still in the flashback, Ventus is sort of gloomily sitting with them with his little wooden sword. Uh I like this line from Terra because it's the first time and I've mentioned that there are times when I do think that Terra's sort of doofy, naive tone really works. And I think this is a good example of that, where Terra is, like, trying to cheer him up. He's like, all those dents and nicks in your wooden sword are proof that you're learning. You just have to let... What does he say? Like, you've been trying to move your body. You have to learn to let your body move you. Yeah, and he says, like, each dent is proof you're learning. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. I, I, I actually... My note here is that he, the voice actors are doing a pretty good job in this scene. Yeah, I think I think sometimes there are scenes where it, his his... Terra voice does work. And then this is one of my favorite Terra moments in this game as flashback Terra stands up and he like clears his throat and he proclaims, he like holds up his wooden keyblade and he, he, he says, in your hand, take this blade. And so long as you have the makings, then through this simple act of taking its wielder, you shall one day be made. Yeah. I, I assume that's some sort of mark of mastery phrase or something uh, it's it's called the bequeathing oh yeah it i i think that there's some ambiguity over whether it actually like literally means anything uh like whether it whether it literally literally what he's saying is take this keyblade from me and the fact that i have given it to you means that someday you'll be a keyblade wielder oh uh, okay I don't know, nobody really knows how literally we're supposed to take that, because sometimes it seems true, but other times, if it is true, then Jack Sparrow will get a keyblade. <laughs> God, I hope not. 
<laughs> Maybe since Sora didn't say the rhyme, it should be fine. Yeah, yeah, that's the important part. Uh, but then this is where we we get. It turns out this is the same flashback uh, that we've seen before, as he says, being a Keyblade Master is all he's ever dreamed of. Uh, and Ventus Ventus cheers up, and it's nice. Yeah, and I think I think that Doofy Doofy Terra uh, really adds a lot to it. Yeah, I think this all this all does work. Yeah, so rare credit to Jason, uh, but now it's time for one of the best scenes of my life. Yeah, this, this part's great. Uh, Ventus is like sitting on the ground moping. He's got Terra's old wooden keyblade. I don't know <laughs> how he has that. I guess he can summon it like a real keyblade. Yeah, he's just always got it in his pockets of his big pants. <laughs> he, he does have big pants. Yep. And he's he's kind of like spinning it around sadly, and he drops it. And who should walk by and pick it up? It's Baby Axel. It's Baby Lee. Oh yeah, Lee. And Isa is here. It's yeah, it's Axel and Syx. And Isa says, "Lee, we don't have time for this." And Lee's like, "Oh come on, lighten up." And he teases Ventus about his little toy sword, and he's like, "You still play with toy swords like a little kid?" Check this out. And he pulls out two, like, Final Fantasy bomb-themed Frisbees. Yeah, they're shitty little <laughs> shitty little plastic Frisbees. And he's so proud of his stupid toys. And he's like, I'm Lee, you want to fight? And Ventus is like, yeah, all right, let's go. And I love the little shot of Isa, like, rolling his eyes exasperatedly, but also smirking as if to say, ah, oh, this fucking best friend of mine <laughs> i love this i love this little loser oh boy uh ventus absolutely dumpsters lee who yeah. could have seen that coming yeah that makes a lot of sense he's holding two little plastic toys uh and lee says oh my god okay i want to i want to be clear because i've been saying that the localization is sometimes not so good there is a fantastic english line here that is not in the Japanese when <laughs> Lee goes. So, can we call it a draw? And Isa says, from where I stood, the only thing you drew was a big L on your forehead for loser. <laughs> well, he goes, for loser, lame, laughable. Laughable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that rules. That's so good. I, I love these two. Yeah. Um. Hey, uh, Lee picked up a keyblade. Wait. What? Lee picked up uh, Ventus's keyblade. Was it not the? Was it not his? Um... It was the wooden keyblade. But right. they're telling us that the wooden keyblade still works for the Bequee thing. Oh, that's a good point. So I guess we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Oh yeah. All right. Jack Sparrow and Lee. Who will get a keyblade first? Jack Sparrow, probably. Probably Jack Sparrow. They love him at Disney. Uh, also, Axel died. But Lee. Uh, Got another another great moment between the two of them where Lee is like, why are you being mean to me, Isa? You're supposed to cheer me up. Aren't we friends? And Isa's like, oh, so you want me to lie? <laughs> yeah, they're good friends. Uh, yeah, they all have a laugh together. Uh, and Isa says, okay, seriously, we have to go. Today's the big day. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Oh, and it, we this wouldn't be a scene with Lee if he didn't fucking say it. Yeah, this time though he says, "Get it memorized," and that's get it memorized, and that's nothing, Lee. 
I know I've said this before. I fucking hate that they, for no reason, changed what was originally Axel taunting Sora about him losing his memory <laughs> into just Axel's all-purpose catchphrase and personal ethos. Yeah, I know it sucks. I <laughs> Like, he fucking Kojima-style spells it out here, where uh, Eyes is like, uh, why are you always picking up stray puppies, he says. Uh, and Lee is like... If I make friends with everyone and tell them my name, and they all remember me, then I can live forever. Yeah, sure, okay. Isa says he tries to forget Lee all the time, but he can't do it. And Lee's like, see, I'm immortal. (laughs) Really stupid. Yeah, it's kind of just, uh, kind of just greed from Full Metal Alchemist, I guess. I'm, I'm not familiar. Oh, well. But I will say... I think that, you know, I don't know how old Isa and Lee are supposed to be in this scene. I think it's really sad that ten or so years later, Axel hasn't grown out of this shit. Well, maybe being a nobody stunts your growth. <laughs> they look up at uh, the castle, and they they prepare for whatever is about to happen to them. And then Ventus walks off alone. And says, ah, must be nice knowing who your friends are. And that's something I kind of like about this part of Ventus' story is a lot of it is just him sort of aimlessly meandering around the worlds. Basically just like, I don't want to go home, I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah, he just starts trying to make friends. It is weird. Is this because he now feels like Aqua and Terra aren't real friends? Yeah, like Terra, you know, I think I think Ventus feels like i mean he still clearly feels like he's friends with uh tara for sure right um i i think he's kind of questioning how his friendship with aqua has been changed by her becoming a keyblade master and then on top of that he's like well i can't i i'm not going back like i'm not gonna just give give the master what he wants and just go back and get locked back up in my room and go back to boring training now that i've seen the world i'd love to find Terra and reunite with him and go on an adventure with him but failing that yeah he is basically just flying around looking for friends i guess there's worse things you could do (laughs) with your time yeah i mean i don't know why like he's got a best friend named jack little mouse boy oh yeah go just go hang out with jack just go back <laughs> just go be small and just go yeah. hang out with your friend your friend jack yeah uh but instead he goes to the olympus coliseum <laughs> yep oh uh i did want to ask do you know or do you have any theories about what lee and isa are going to do uh, audition to be kid scientists <laughs> You're you're not right, but you're not entirely wrong. And it's very funny that that's kind of sort of relevant to what's going on. Yeah, it's that or they're going to a struggle tournament. <laughs> Just the idea of, of uh, Axel being <laughs> a scientist is very funny to me. Yes. Here's something that I had never thought about before, by the way. Do Lee and Isa... Like, I don't know how big Radiant Garden is as a city. I think it's reasonable to assume that they maybe haven't met all the scientists at Ansem's castle. Do you think they, like, went to school with, like, Leon and Yuffie? 
They must have, right? I can't see why they wouldn't know them. They they clearly live in the same area. Yeah, unless like Leon and Yuffie are just older than them. But I guess that's possible, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Weird. Maybe maybe someday we'll get a a scene of of them hanging out in Radiant Garden, eating, pulling pranks on Scrooge McDuck together or something. Yeah, stealing his ice cream, eating it somewhere. There's probably fanfic about yeah. that. Yep. Olympus Coliseum. Phil is trying to hide from some mysterious helmet boy who's been exhausting him recently. Yeah. Uh, and we meet young Hercules. Yeah, I like to see Kid Hercules. I like to see Kid Hercules. Also, I was very surprised to learn that this is the original young Hercules voice actor. It sounded like him, so... Yeah, that makes sense. I assumed it was just a good impression. I don't know why, I guess, because the character was young Hercules, I would have assumed that the voice actor would have aged up. But no, it's just it's just a young Hercules voice. Uh, but yeah, young Hercules runs up to Phil and he's like, Phil, I've signed up for the games! And then Helmet Boy runs in and says, Oh, come on, Phil! Can't you train me to be a hero? Yeah, it's time for Should the- we say who this is? Uh, we can wait till it gets revealed. Okay. Well, I'll I'll ask right now. Do you know this character? I I know who this character is, but I've never like played the game he's from or or watched Advent Children. So yeah, me either. Sorry to all of my friends who love this guy. <laughs> I don't know a goddamn thing about him. He just kind of feels like more of Nomura's like you know fanfic things. I guess we can say yeah, it's Zach. Zach. Who- it's it's Zach from. Uh, Crisis Core, right? Yeah, and I mean, he is in Final Fantasy VII, but he's he's just kind of like... Is he? Well, I think he's mentioned in Final Fantasy VII. I I think, like, there are... I think he's... Oh, man, I hope I'm not wrong about that, but I think... I I don't know. I don't think he... I might be wrong. I'm prepared to be wrong. It's been a long time. I think... But yeah, I, I know very little about Zack, but I think, from what I've heard about him... I think this is in character for him. I think he is all about being, like, a cool hero. I think that's his whole deal. Yeah. Sorry to anyone who knows and loves this character and is like, there's so much more to him than that. (laughs) That's not his whole deal. He also does squats. (laughs) He also does, like, funny mini mini games with, like, Chocobo (laughs) or something. Maybe someday I'll play it, and then I'll, I'll feel like a fool for not having met him before. But for now, I barely know who he is. Uh, but he wants Phil to train him. I do think that, again, as much as I feel like I get sick of Olympus Coliseum all the time, I feel like this is what every fucking Disney World should be, is like a fun mashup of things. I think it's great that they took a character who feels like this is a world that would resonate with him and who he is and they just threw him in and said what would he do i think that's great yeah i like it a lot and i like that it intersects like a a moment in time in hercules life and then makes it like a little bit different and weird yeah you know it's not like because the characters aren't just there watching the time hercules got phil to take him on as a hero it's like no the characters are there and they're interfering with the time that Hercules was going to get taken on by Phil. Yeah, Phil, like, threatens to drop Hercules. Yeah, he's he's maybe... I mean, it, he does a thing where he's like, oh, no, I was always going to choose you, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think Phil... But also, Phil's a liar. <laughs> it's impossible to know what he was really... I think he absolutely would have dropped Hercules in a heartbeat if he thought that Zack would be a better hero. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then Zeus would have struck him with lightning, and then he would take Hercules back, but... yeah. Uh, 
Ventus is really psyched because he's like, oh my god, I would love to be a true hero. Can I learn how to be a true hero? And Phil says, fuck off. <laughs> You're not part I'm of just this. just one guy. <laughs> yeah. He does, he does their favorite joke. Two words. Student-teacher ratio. And then you see him count. I think they do that joke maybe five million times in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Do they do it three times in this game? Uh, Probably. Yeah. I mean, they. I think they do it like twenty times in uh, in days when Roxas is here. Yeah. Let's not think about that too much. By the way, that (laughs) that Phil, who spent quite a bit of time with Ventus, will later meet Roxas and have no thoughts. Yeah, I definitely thought about that a lot with him meeting all these nobodies and everything. Do not worry about it. And Mickey, don't think. He got hit on the head. I don't know. Yeah, right. He's very drunk all the time. <laughs> Mickey? Oh, no, no, no. Phil. Oh, Phil. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what he's got in all those pots. That's right. <laughs> that's why he's getting them to break them open for him. Right. <laughs> Daddy needs his medicine. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah. Phil's sad. I think in the movie, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty sad, gross guy. It's true. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, hey, for all I know, maybe he does just do the same joke a hundred times. I think he does the two words thing several times, but yeah. I think he does it twice. Well, I gotta go with three. I'm not sure, though. I think he does it four times. Okay. Uh, I always loved Hercules. Yeah, I liked that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. It's a great movie. But it's fun. I still am not going to rewatch it because I would have to get Disney+. Plus. But, you know, I'm just I'm just living in that zone where my parents have it. So I get to watch it. It's also I feel like I feel like every Disney movie from that era always has like one huge thing that you forgot about. I don't know if there is one in that one, but you're probably right. I feel like if I were to watch Hercules again, I would I would be shocked at the amount of pain and panic in it. Yeah, that's true. That's the part that kids love that you probably won't. I mean, Hunchback of Notre Dame is in Dream Drop Distance, and I was gobsmacked to remember that there are talking stone gargoyles in that movie. Yeah. Pain and Panic, though, I do remember there's one joke they have that I think is very, very funny, which is they're they're pretending to be kids trapped in a rock, and they say, somebody call IXII, which I think is pretty pretty good. Uh, That's a good joke. And also one of them is Bobcat... Bobcat Goldthwait, and that guy is the craziest voice of anybody who's ever lived. <laughs> I didn't know that. I actually don't remember their voices. I, I, because they're in Kingdom Hearts too, but I don't think they have a single spoken line of dialogue. Yeah, they probably couldn't get Bobcat. <laughs> and he doesn't speak Japanese for the Japanese version. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Anyway, they. Uh, what happens? Phil says. Uh, oh yeah, they they like. Some unverse show up and they like try to impress uh, Phil by fighting them, uh, and he's like, "Okay, here's what we'll do. I'll watch. I'll watch Helmet Boy and Hercules compete in the games, and I will make my decision based on that." And Ventus excitedly prepares to sign up, but that's the last spot apparently. So Ventus, the most dejected little boy in Kingdom Hearts history, is just like, "Well." I guess I'll help Hercules train then. <laughs> yeah, but little as you know, that means you get to do the best thing you can do in Kingdom Hearts, which is destroy pots. Woohoo! Or I guess these are amphora, but whatever. 
yeah, they smash Amphora while Phil watches. Um, I do, I do like Ventus, uh, becoming friends with young Hercules. I think that's great. It makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah, they, they kind of talk about their different goals and Hercules is like, oh, I, I'm, I was originally a god. I was from Mount Olympus, but I need to become a hero and see if I can make it back up there to meet my parents, etc. And he asks Ventus why he's here. And Ventus is just like, I'm just trying to make some friends. Sad. <laughs> Poor Ventus. But Hercules is just like, hey, you already have. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, we learn from Phil that... Uh, Zack and uh, uh, Hercules will be competing in the West Bracket, and there's already a heavy hitter making big waves in the East Bracket. And Ventus says, who could that be? Oh, that's probably Terra, huh? It's probably Terra. I was thinking it was Cloud at first, and I think maybe I just... I was just assuming this was a bunch of other Kingdom Hearts characters... Or, sorry, Final Fantasy characters, but... Cloud is in high school with uh, Lee and Isa. Well, Cloud's the same age as Zack, so I don't know. Whatever. Huh? I think Cloud's the same age as Zack. Oh, that's true. Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's not Cloud. He's not in this game. No. Okay. We get a little montage of them fighting in the games. Uh, I I like when Hercules thanks Ventus for helping him train. He's like, I owe it all to you, Ventus. And Phil's like, oh, great. So you don't need me. I can teach the other kid. No, wait. Oh, so such a dick. He it's is. good. Um they they have their match. They're they're very they're very evenly matched and Ventus thinks about Terra and Aqua sparring and says, "Ah, my friends, ouch." <laughs> and then I... Phil runs in and says, "There's monsters outside the Colosseum." Ah! And Ventus says, "You've got a very important match. I'll fight them." Yeah. So Ventus runs out uh and leaves them to finish their big important match. He is immediately like overrun by unversed jellyfish things yeah there's a lot of jellyfish i can never fight them first of all yes he can these things i'm pretty sure they take one hit each to kill come on ventus that's what it looked like uh but hercules shows up and he says i couldn't let my friend deal with the monsters on his own yeah and and then friendship and then we do the battle of 1000 jellyfish that's right uh Oh yeah, I sorry, this is where I had my notes about the voice of young Hercules and why I was surprised. I forgot. It's because he was 18 at the time of Hercules and now he's when they made the game he's 31. So I was very surprised that he was able to do the voice as far as I remember basically right on. Yeah, it's it's always impressive how voice actors can age up or down their voice that well. Shout out to Josh Keaton. Good job, Josh. Uh Ventus apologizes to Hercules afterwards. I'm so sorry. You had to forfeit to come help me. Hercules says, don't worry about it. And then an unversed starts to float up behind Ventus from behind, or uh, Hercules from behind, rather. And Zack shows up and kills it. And he, he reveals that he actually left, like, immediately after Hercules did. He was like, I was right behind Hercules. He's just way faster than me. <laughs> He's a demigod, and I'm a soldier, I guess. And he's wearing heavy armor. True. Uh, And Phil shows up and he says, you know, my trick, I never said that I would coach the winner of the games. I just said that I would watch and then decide. And Hercules was the one who ran out to defend the town first. 
What about Ventus, though? He's not in contention. <laughs> that's why. That's why Phil doesn't recognize Roxas in days. He's just like, I I excised that little shit from my brain. I hate that kid. <laughs> I hate these. I hate these boys and their these weird little boys. Their spiky hair. Their spiky swords. They're swords that I always that everyone always describes as a sword that looks like a key, even though none of them do except for the Sora's original kingdom key. Yeah, yeah. And they don't really look like swords either. No. <laughs> uh but yeah, he he basically reveals that he he was he was never gonna dump Hercules for Zack. He just wanted to light a fire under Hercules' butt, and Zack is like, oh man. Oh well, hey, I never introduced myself. And he takes off his helmet and he says, I'm Zack from Crisis Core. He starts doing the famous squats animation. And I think they're probably playing his theme song. Yeah, I think so. He says a bunch of stuff that I assume is references, but it went right over my head. Same. And Phil thanks Ventus for helping out Hercules, and Ventus says, Hey, I was I was just happy to make a new friend. And you know what? This has really reassured me that me, Terra, and Aqua will patch things up. And Hercules says, oh, are you going to visit? And Ventus says, hell yeah, I'll come back when you're a true hero. So we're all waiting for that. Kingdom Hearts 4. Ventus will <laughs> appear through a portal in and, and time. and Ventus will come and visit Hercules. Yeah. Uh, Zack says, you should come back when we're both heroes. And Ventus says, oh, so never? Nice. Nice. Get his ass. And Zack puts him in a boyish headlock and they all have a laugh together. Might as well play like a Bill and Ted like guitar sound. <laughs> uh it's it's dorky as hell. And good. Mm-hmm. But now it's time for some really dumb shit. Uh I think this is one of the one of these things is one of the best things that happens this entire part. I don't remember what it could be, so you'll have to tell me, but we go to Disney Town. Yeah. And it is absolutely abandoned because this is a PSP game. <laughs> they need to lower the prices so people could actually come in. It kills me that the, he you go to Disney Town and it's like it, it there's like decorations, they're saying like, "Oh, it's the Big Dreams Festival or whatever." And your experience as the player is just a big empty town. <laughs> it's so so off-putting. It's really weird. Uh, but Ventus gets jump-scared by everyone's favorite guy. It's Captain Justice! Oh, it's Captain Justice from Disney. This is, this is what I mean. Captain Justice fucking rules. I love Captain Justice. You like Captain Justice. You're gonna vote for him. I am definitely voting for Captain Justice. He's my friend. Captain Justice for Disney president. That's right. Now I want to look at, I mean, this can't, this cannot be from anything this has to be a birth by sleep original right i i think it i think it is all right uh, yeah this is this is not from anything why is captain justice fruitball the second google autofill hold on <sighs> we'll get to fruitball eventually it's the worst thing of my life wait what uh okay so let me tell you about disney town oh, oh i see the idea of disney town because you you probably noticed that almost nothing happens here. Uh, yeah, I did notice that. The idea of Disney Town is that for each character after Radiant Garden, they can come to Disney Town. 
they each have one mandatory mini game that they have to play. And then after that, they can do any of the mini games. And there's, there's all little things you can explore. There's like a, I think there's like a big pinball machine that I literally never found because I hated Disney Town so much. <laughs> there's like a lot of stuff to do here if you care about it. And I didn't. Oh, is this why you've never gone to Disneyland? You just assume it's like Disney Town? I, I have been to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Uh, not in a long time, but I have been to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, the minigames are pretty bad. Ventus has to do what's called Ice Cream Beat. Did we get any footage of it? I think we did. We did, yeah. It's like a bad rhythm game that makes ice cream. It's a pretty bad rhythm game. I will say I don't hate it as much as a lot of people do. I think a lot of people say that it's the worst one. But I think it's the least worst of the three, in my opinion. Uh, I won't I won't get into the others, but I will say one of them is called Fruit Ball, and it is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Pete shows up. He's dressed as Captain Justice. He It's like a white superhero costume with a mask and a J on his face or something. Yeah, it kicks ass. And he's like... The fearless defender of Disney Town. And he says, like, let me know if you need help with anything. And Ventus is like, well, I was hoping to make some fret. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing about Ventus and Captain Justice. Yeah. Ventus has never met Pete before. And I know that we know who Pete is. But from Ventus's perspective, this is just some perfectly nice guy who is being helpful. And then everyone's really fucking mean to him. Everyone is so mean to him. And Ventus is just like, well, that's their ways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't want to disrupt the world order. No. Yeah, especially because we, the people we see being mean to him are Huey, Dewey, and Louie, who are acting like, to borrow a phrase from We Hate Movies, uh, disgusting shit kids the whole time. (laughs) They really are. (laughs) uh yeah pete is like uh hey uh i can i can help you i can tell i can do anything you want as long as you vote for me and ventus uh, but no he that's right he says that but then he he kind of backpedals he's like actually i mean i'm just here to help yeah and ventus is like okay well can you tell me about this town and he says oh well you know it's uh we're we're having our our dream festival uh, we've got all of our decorations, blah, blah, blah. He tells him about the town. Pluto walks through the background plotting. Yeah, I, I froze and... No good. No yeah. good. Something's off. Yeah, he's 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 obviously framing Captain Justice for crimes. He obviously killed Ienzo's parents. <laughs> oh, no! Pluto and Ienzo. Something's, something's not right there. Yeah, that'll, that'll be Kingdom Hearts 5. I do want to say, if anyone is listening to this who who thinks that Ienzo is perfectly fine, like I said, I do think it's like 90% chance that anything that they might have been setting up, I kind of feel like they're not setting it up anymore. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I I don't I don't think that uh I don't think that Ienzo is a disgusting shit boy. But Huey, Dewey, and Louie are in this scene. They are for sure. Uh so Pete says, like, hey, don't forget who helped you out. It was your friendly neighborhood, Captain Justice. And we, we cut to nearby Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Is there like a collective name for them? I don't know. The nephews? 
the nephews. That's what I call them in my notes, but yeah. I don't know. The nephews. Uh, it feels weird to call them that when, when neither Scrooge nor Donald are here, but they are the nephews. Um, and they're freaking out. They're ice cream maker. They can't get it working. Pete runs over to help. And Ventus is like, oh, maybe I could make some friends if I help out. So he goes over too. And, and the, the nephews are just like, oh, go fuck yourself, Pete. <laughs> yeah, they're really mean. They're like, you're gonna break it. You're gonna make it worse. It's just Captain Justice. And, He's just trying to help. And look, we know that they're right. I don't know. It's that. the fact that Ventus has no reason to believe that, and he's just watching and not, like, defending Pete at all. Yeah, it is weird. It does appear they're just ab- abusing this old man in a, in a this, costume. This, this old man who's trying his best to help people out. Yeah. And, and you Ventus know what? is just like, I don't know, I might be an asshole. I'm not sure I know that Pete's a problem yet. Maybe this is why Pete's a problem. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. We know, you know that Goofy said that I'm, Pete at one point gets banished to another dimension for being a troublemaker. Yeah, I'm getting really worried that he he gets banished to another dimension for breaking an ice cream machine. <laughs> Pete, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Opens portal. <laughs> Get in there. Go. They just gets thrown into hell. <laughs> and don't come back. <laughs> uh, no. I've just never seen Pete do anything that bad. Well, yeah, I mean, chronologically, the last thing we saw him do was be the steamboat captain who did literally nothing wrong. Yeah, but they did beat the shit out of him a bunch, though. Poor Pete. Yeah. This is why Sora should have killed him in the past. Yeah, it's too bad he's not dead. I mean, I think Donald probably wanted to. Yeah. They had to drag him out through the time portal. That's, that's, that's why. It wasn't that he was going to change the past. Well, I guess he was going to change the past, but... <laughs> I'm going to fucking blow Pete's brains out. <laughs> Come, Bahamut! Wait, what? That's Donald summoning. But I was trying to think of, like, what incredibly powerful magic he'd unleash on Pete. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, uh, Ultima or something. I couldn't remember if Ultima is a spell, because to me it's a keyblade. It is a spell. Okay, I should have said that. Pretend I said that. Okay. Okay, good. Anyway. <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie, did you like their ice cream maker? I thought it was delightful. Yeah, it's cool. It's a fun little thing. It's it's a turret sandwiched between two keytars. <laughs> no wonder they can't figure out how to work Yeah, who it. made this? I think they said that Scrooge made it. Why did Scrooge make it like this? Because he's a fucking idiot. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and Scrooge doesn't make stuff. This should be Gyro Duck. Oh, you you know way more about this than I do. Yeah, I watched a lot of uh, DuckTales. Well, we'll say that he did it. Okay. Scrooge just funded it. He's he's the Elon Musk of Disneytown. Everyone thinks that he invented it, but he just funded it. Oh, I said Gyro Duck. I meant Gyro Gear Gear Loose. Sorry, sorry, everyone screaming. It's Gyro Gear Loose. Okay, let's get a quick apology corner. Yeah, apology corner. Um, uh, Mr. Ock was the one that said that, and um, (laughs) you blacked out. You don't even remember saying it. I don't. Uh, Pete offers to help, but the nephews tell him to just fucking leave it alone. They're like, "You're just gonna make a mess, Pete. Get out of (laughs) here." And I did. I do feel bad for him. He hasn't done anything. No, he's just trying to help. I mean, even if he's trying to help for bad reasons, doesn't mean he's not trying to help. Although, very quickly, 
he does start making a mess as he's like, I know what this thing needs, and he just starts punching it. Yeah, it isn't great. But this is confusing because Ventus comes over and says, I could take a swing at it. Not like that. And says, and they say, okay, here's, here's the directions. So they have the directions. Right. The directions are apparently just sit on top of it and shoot ice cream at people. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't figure that out. To the tune of It's a Small World. Ugh, I hate hearing that song. It's horrendous. Yeah, I think if you want 100% this game, you have to do every song, I think, twice, because there's, like, a higher difficulty. And, yeah, this even this mix of It's a Small World is no good. No bad. Uh, yeah, Ventus plays a horrible uh, rhythm mini game. There is one thing that I do like about it, which is that at the end, I don't know if you saw this, at the end, when it gives you your score... The song ends and the camera pulls back to reveal that the nephews have, like, fucking 50-foot-tall ice cream cones. Yeah. It's wild. Ventus has stacked, like, a like 100,000 scoops of ice cream. Are they just gonna, like, then, like, spoon those off of their big ice cream cones to, for other people to eat? Um, no, they, they unhinge their jaw and they, (laughs) except it's, it's, that wouldn't even work. They'd have to unhinge their entire bodies because the ice cream is so much bigger than them. Just cram it down in there. Yeah. I mean, again, they're talking about Pete, you're just going to make a mess. And then Ventus is like, don't worry, I've got it here. It's, you wanted me to give you all the ice cream that's in this thing, right? Yeah, Here, I just I just held the button and dumped it all out. It's good for all the wanted? ice cream to be about out in the air and out of the refrigeration, right? <laughs> right. They end up just getting like splattered with a waterfall of melted ice cream. <laughs> Thanks, Ventus. I'm glad we let you do that instead of Pete. That fucking dirty Pete. Minnie though. Minnie Mouse, who is also here. I don't think I mentioned that Queen Minnie is here. She's wearing her queen dress. Uh, she thanks Ventus and says the ice cream was delicious, as if he is responsible for the ice cream itself? Yeah, no, he's the hero. He did it. He's just running the dispenser. He's just he's just pulling the lever that makes it squirt out ice cream out of a gun. Maybe uh, uh, the music has to be in you, and the music is what's creating the ice cream. I'm just saying, very mean to Pete. <laughs> Yeah, that's the theme of this this section. Yeah, Ventus introduces himself. Is Daisy here? I don't remember Daisy. I feel like there's one part, and I can't remember if it's in this game, where Daisy is just standing silently in the background. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not here, but... Uh, yeah, Ventus introduces himself. They all thank him for his help. Dewey has an idea. What if the customers get to make their own flavors? This is a game mechanic... That I literally never once engaged with, and I don't know how to do it or what it does. But you can make ice cream in this game. Hmm. It's a separate thing from Ice Cream Beat. I guess making it is its own reward. I guess so. I I just, I remember, because I think a lot of Kingdom Hearts games, I don't know if they all do, but there's, like, bonus enemies who, like, they uh, they, like, appear in special places and... You have to, like, beat them up really fast or whatever, and they drop special items. In this game, they drop, like, ice cream ingredients, and I would always find those and be like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) Make tasty ice cream. I guess so. I don't know what it's for. Don't give it to Pete. (laughs) That's right. You just make it, and you have it, and Pete asks for it, and you tell him no, and you hit him with a keyblade. You dump it on the ground in front of him. 
<laughs> you break his back. <laughs> he slips on it and hurts his back. He goes, oh, my back. Oh, I've had a bad back ever since the old days when that kid beat me up. <laughs> oh, now this new kid's beating me up. Oh, of all the rotten luck. <laughs> Poor Pete. Uh, Someone help him. Kill him. Uh, but Pete does... Uh, okay, here here's a pretty indefensible thing. Because Pete is basically just humiliated and tries to destroy the ice cream maker. Yeah. That that one I can't defend. Uh, and they tell him to leave it alone and he runs off. Um they tell him, they tell Ventus that Pete is a huge troublemaker. He's trying to win the Million Dreams Award by calling himself Captain Justice. But don't fall for it. He's a big jerk. Ha ha. They all laugh at him. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, it's bizarre. Big stupid Pete. I'm glad he has a bad back. I hope he's in pain all the time. <laughs> we don't let him have any painkillers, so. <laughs> We run the pharmacy, and we don't sell painkillers to him. Well, yeah, their uncle owns it. We run the pharmacy, and Scrooge runs the grocery store, and we don't sell him anything, so he has to scrounge for food out of the garbage like an animal, which I guess he is. Yeah, they all are. God, I love this town. Me too. Uh, The Million Dreams Award, by the way, it's something they do at the annual Dream Festival. Uh, people vote for the most helpful person in town. I think uh, Minnie says that it's like a thing that they do to remind everyone of all the ways that they all look out for each other. And Ventus sort of wistfully says to himself, wish I had someone looking out for me. And that's the end of Ventus's time in Disney town. Yes. I mean, Ventus, there's several people looking out for you. <laughs> Aqua is trying so hard to look out <laughs> for you. trying really hard. You're being a shitty little kid. It's okay. Yeah. It's not his fault. No. He's going through it. It's true. Uh, but yeah, that's where we're stopping for this week. Yeah, fun part, other than all the Pete abuse. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. I, I'm glad I didn't have to play Ice Cream Beat. Uh, I hope you enjoy it when you get there. I think I'm going to try to, yeah. <laughs> get there and enjoy it. <laughs> both both I things think I'll I try literally, to do. I did the one mandatory song, and then I was like, okay. I unlocked another song. I will I will try it once. If I if I somehow find that I'm having fun, I'll keep going. And I didn't, so I stopped. Yeah. I mean, especially cuz I'm not trying to unlock everything. I probably would mm. just do it once, I think. Well, you have this time I'm not giving you a link to the secret movie. So you you have to 100% it. <laughs> There's no way I could find it. <laughs> I actually don't know how to use the internet. Sam, <laughs> Sam supplies the entire internet for me. <laughs> Every time before we record, I I switch on your internet connection. <laughs> how are you doing this? <laughs> I'm not here. I'm not here by my own will. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's not true. You're here by Aqua's will. This is Wish Us Duck. This is Wish Us Duck. The segment where we have to try to sound like Donald Duck. I have not done this in about two weeks. Yeah, me either. There was a part, I, I I wonder if any listeners can pick it out of the episode, where I realized, I think it was when I mentioned Donald Duck, and I think I said something in Donald voice, except I didn't even bother to do the voice. That was me going, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, well, uh, what are we going to say? I could say, let your body move you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you, Pete. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. That's good. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh god. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> stop laughing um <laughs> and that's kingdom hearts uh, that's kingdom hearts that's why we do this yep <laughs> oh okay <laughs> uh any any concluding thoughts uh no, this week, you know, no big crackpot corners. I think, uh, I just, I enjoyed it. And, um, I have enjoyed playing this game the most of the ones I've tried to play. So it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun one. And yeah, I, I remember a lot of Birth by Sleep being good, but disappointing. Mm. Not because it's bad, but because. I feel like, I've said this before, it's really held back by having been a PSP game that I don't think they expected to make them very much money. I think, you know, like I said, the localization doesn't feel like they were really given everything that they needed to make it great. The 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 worlds feel so empty. We really feel that in Radiant Garden. We really, really feel it in uh, uh, Disney Town. It's... It's it's not it's hard. It's hard to especially having played Kingdom Hearts 3, which is on <laughs> current gen consoles and can have these big fleshed out worlds full of people. I can't remember if I've said this before. I am not generally a person who demands remakes. I think if any Kingdom Hearts game should get a full remake, I think Birth by Sleep could really could really benefit from just having <laughs> more more meat on the bones yeah i think that's fair um and you know where they can get that meat is from pete when they flay him alive (laughs) take it right out of his back he's not using it next time uh i believe unless i changed my mind i think i changed it last time i mean this time because i don't think i had originally planned on watching disney town uh next time we're gonna go to deep space and meet a little boy named stitch Oh. Or Experiment 626. He's not called Stitch yet. Mm. We're going to go to Neverland and meet a shitty little guy named Peter Pan. <laughs> he sucks. And I think, we'll, I think we will go to, the, to Yen Sid's Tower. I think we might just see Don on the Goofy next week. Oh, yay. And I, I've said it before. I'll probably say it next week. It's, a, it's the biggest legitimate plot hole in all of Kingdom Hearts. Because in Kingdom Hearts 2, they don't seem to know the place. Yeah. That's that's weird. It's weird and it doesn't make sense and it's fine and we don't care and it doesn't matter, but it is funny. Yeah, not a big deal. Uh that's that. Uh we're on co-host at Sounds About Light. We're on Twitter at Sounds About Light. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. I'm on co-host at Healy's Healy's. My final, final, final episode of Zero to Zero will be up by the time this episode is up. We have finished alternating Blade and Fantastic Four. We found dozens of reasons that it was a good worthwhile thing to do <laughs> hmm and uh yeah val and giga 
and possibly a, a third host, a third guest, I don't know, that's up to them, are going to be watching Mystery Men next. Huh, that's a swerve. Yeah, they. I told them to. <laughs> okay, it's a fun movie. They put me on the spot and told me to pick their next movie, and I said Mystery Men. Ooh, I just said fun movie, and then I'm remembering what time period of films it's from, and I'm worried about the things that may be within. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what they think of it, because I I liked that movie a lot at the time. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I think that Hank Azaria's character is entirely racism. Yes. I think that his character is basically called Racism Man. Yeah, at least he's um, not pretending to be a different race, but he is a man who's entirely in cosplay as being from a Yes. <laughs> but at least he's not doing the Apu voice this time. He is not. Uh, anyway, if, if, if they don't have a good time watching it, that's fucking Giga's fault for putting me on the spot like that. <laughs> uh and meanwhile on dr huh jordan is going to be out of town for a bit but uh when he comes back we will be watching the episode let's kill hitler which everyone is freaking out about and i don't know why yet well, i think the title might give you a clue it sounds like the reason that people are freaking out about it has nothing to do with the title oh okay but that's that's all i've really surmised i i haven't watched it yet all right exciting uh yeah that's that yeah. I don't remember if I shouted out the extra credit episode that I was on where we talked about WikiHow and how to blup a horse and horse, but listen to that. Yeah, I know how to blup a horse now. <laughs> we all we all learned how to blup a horse and horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Tears of the Kingdom. I've been blupping my very own horse. I, I You know, I barely blup my horses in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. And that's probably why I'm not doing so hot. Bad form. Bad form. <laughs> I'm glad they introduced it between games, though. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we're on noisespace.xyz, where you can find other podcasts like LMNOP. I can shout out Zero to Zero now that it's no longer my podcast. That's yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Fear baiting and others as well, also. I have no plugs. Um, just, uh, you know, listen to this podcast again. <laughs> oh, check it out. Yeah, just start it over again. Listen to it from the beginning. Well, here we can just do it again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, buckle up your. Pa- okay. Let's let's not actually commit to that joke. I'm I'm bailing. That joke sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we say at the end of every episode, I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anything else. I don't think I am. Game blade. Game blade. <laughs> Whoa. I think we usually do it the other way around. That's probably why you messed it up there. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Bad throat. I threw you off. My bad. Th- Bye. Bye. Lee, we have to go. Okay. Already? I'll see you when I see you. After all, we're friends now. <laughs> Get it memorized. Okay, Lee. What is it with you and picking up stray puppies? I want everybody I meet to remember me. Inside people's memories, I can live forever. I know I won't forget you. Believe me, I try all the time. See? I'm immortal. You're obnoxious. <laughs>